0: Welcome to the Junk Refund Show, hosted by Alan J. Cook, founder of 1-800-JUNK-REFUND. Have you ever paid those expensive junk removal companies to take away some of your stuff, only to say to yourself, as a truck drives off down the street, some of that stuff wasn't junk? Did they try to sell it for you and give you some money back? No. Well... Now there is a company that can do just that. Listen to our weekly junk refund show on BBS Radio TV to learn how one lady spent $375 on junk removal and got $3,200 back. 1 800 Junk Refund represents the next generation of junk removal. Learn how to not only save your money on junk removal, but how to get some money coming back. Plus, purchase one of our radio vouchers during the show to save even more on your junk removal. Let's get the junk out of your home and out of your life. Now, with your host, Alan J. Cook. Hi, folks. How
1: are you? And happy Thursday. It's my favorite time of the week, Thursday at 3, where I get to come on the radio and talk about my life as a junk guy, which this week brought me to Boston, Massachusetts. And you will recognize that's where I am right now. I'm on those of you that know the Boston area. I am kind of uh, not so much bumper-to-bumper traffic, but just kind of slow, steady traffic going north on Freeway 93, Interstate 93, to a town called, I'm going to call it Woburn. Woburn. Now, they'll pronounce it, you know, with that Boston accent up here, different than that, W-O-B-U-R-N. I would say Woburn, but I'll bet you my life that's not how they say it. But I'm headed up to that area to see my favorite, my new favorite friend in Boston, Is a guy named Harold, and forgive me because I'm going to butcher his last name, but I'm reading it off his business card. Harold Paikopoulos, P-A-I-C-O-P-O-L-O-S. Now, I would bet you any amount of money if I did 100 episodes of this show that not once on any of those episodes would I tell you to go to another guy to do junk removal. This is the exception to the rule, and I'm going to tell you why. This guy is, in the 40 years that I've been in business doing different things, this guy might be the nicest guy that I have ever met, and of all places, he's in Beantown, okay, or Woburn, Massachusetts. Um, I found him because I came up here Sunday night. I flew up here, and a couple of shout-outs as we go through this, but shout-out to Priceline because a lady found us on the Internet and called us. She has a fellow occupant in her building who is 70 years old, a lady who is 70 years old, and this lady's partner of some 40 years just passed away recently, and the partner had a storage unit of stuff Um at Prime Storage. I'll shout out to them as well. Prime Storage on Traveler Street in downtown Boston. And the fact is you got to get that storage unit cleaned out or else you keep paying for it and the person whose stuff is in there is now deceased. So it's nice a nice lady named Nicole called me up. She is the friend of the 70-year-old and Nicole called me up and said, "Hey, can you can you help us out?" And I said, "Yes." And I hadn't been in Boston a little while. I've got um, a niece and her husband and their kids and had a nephew that went to school at Harvard uh, up here who's a brilliant kid who married a girl who went to school at Harvard, and they are both really smart folks. Um, They won't tell you they went to school at Harvard because they'll just say they went to school in Boston. Because I think when you go to Harvard, you don't tell people that. I think that's the silent rule. It may be a fixed rule that they kick you out if you tell anybody. I don't know. But they're very humble up here about where they go to school, and so they never tell you they went to Harvard. But, and forgive my you know butchered accent, but I'm just trying to have some fun with this. But anyway, I'm up here in Boston, and this lady called me, and you have a couple of different options. It's an hour-and-a-half flight from Washington to come up here. Shout-out to the folks at Priceline, because when I looked at airfares, After thinking about maybe just bringing one of our trucks up here, but it's a a seven-and-a-half-hour drive, and Sunday night they got hit with a snowstorm up here that dumped anywhere from 6 to 18 inches in this area, depending on where you are. That is not the condition you want to have when you pull into town in a rear-wheel drive heavy truck. So option number two was to fly up here. I I was kind of excited about not making the eight-hour drive, paying for the gas, and you know, rather just fly up here. The flights were about 175 bucks one way, but shout out to Priceline, who booked me for 125 dollars. And it's one of those deals where, like American Airlines, for example, I'm a big fan of American Airlines and Frontier Airlines and even Spirit Airlines. But um, big fan of American, and they they'll come in and say, um, you know, I mean, they've got a flight every hour going to Boston out of Washington Reagan. And it's only an hour-and-a-half flight, and the flights are $175. Well, Priceline goes in there, like Sunday morning I'm doing this, booking it the same day. Priceline goes in there and says, um, pay us 125 bucks, and then we'll tell you which flight we're going to put you on. Well, I'm flexible. I got, you know, I'm not going to be on the road for eight hours on Sunday, so it's kind of like pick your flight. As long as I get up there Sunday night, that's fine. So they put me on the 10 o'clock flight, it got delayed about twenty minutes because of the weather in Boston. They wouldn't let people land here you know on time. They had to delay it a little bit, but I got in about midnight and I had reserved um, also on Priceline I reserved a four wheel drive pickup truck, which has advantages number one, I'm going to get around town and not get stuck, which is most critical number two um, it's not that much. It's, I don't know, 40 or 50 bucks a day and maybe 20 bucks for the insurance or something. It was not that much to rent it. The disadvantage is it's going to take a lot more trips running stuff around to wherever I need to go because I'm in a pickup truck, but at least I'll, you know, make it work. Well, I reserved the pickup truck to pick it up at 8 in the morning on Monday, and I landed in the airport at 12 o'clock at night. Now, you tell me, is it worth going to get a hotel room? Most people who are sane would say, well, yeah, I'm going to go get a cheap hotel not far from the airport. But not yours truly. I'm one of these guys that has traveled all over the world, and I'm one of these strange guys that if you put me, like, at gate 57 in the corner where there aren't a lot of lights on the on the carpet, on the floor, I can actually pull my coat out and make a pillow out of it and roll over and go to sleep. Well, shout out to the people at Boston Logan International Airport who actually have some sofa-type things sectional kind of sofas um, in their terminals. And so I came off the plane, saw the terminal, saw those, and thought, you know, i got to be back here at 8 o'clock to get the truck anyway. I might as well just sleep here for free, which is what I did. So for about seven and a half hours, I did my best Sunday night to sleep in the Boston-Logan International Airport and save the cost of the hotel. Monday morning, I go pick up the car at 8 o'clock from Avis, pick up the truck, and I am on my way to downtown Boston to go to the storage facility and uh, do my thing. So I go there. This lady, Nicole, was fabulous. She just volunteered to come in and help out and stuff, but the other thing she did, which was brilliant, she apparently knows some of these guys at this storage facility and has been there, you know, because of her friend's partner's storage unit. So she is hanging out there, and she got a hold of me before I came up on Sunday. She actually booked, gave me a lead for a second job for a gentleman who lives down in Florida, and he has a storage unit that he needs cleaned out. So we got the dimensions, and I kind of figured out the volume and gave him a, a price for both of them. So there's two jobs I came up to do, thinking that job one I would do on Monday because Nicole's friend needed that that was her last day to get the job done before she has to pay for another month's rent. So I spent Monday running stuff up the street about a mile to Goodwill who took a lot of stuff. I took some stuff. Um, You know, you got to call around and find out where's the best transfer station or the dump that cost me the least amount of money. Well, it's kind of expensive in Boston. So I found a place in Georgetown, Massachusetts, which is about 30 miles north of downtown Boston, and they don't have a minimum charge, and they, you weigh in and then you weigh out, and then they charge you based on how much your load was. So that's kind of simple, and that that's a good thing. So I went up there, and it was still kind of expensive compared to what I get down in Montgomery County, Maryland, but anyway, it worked, and uh, I ran a load a load up there and got rid of it, and I took some other stuff to a metal scrapyard and got 30 bucks, and I took some stuff to... Took a couple of loads to Goodwill, I think three different loads, and got donation slips for Nicole and her friend. And uh, I don't know, I can't remember what else I did, but basically I ran stuff around and got the job done. So Monday afternoon, about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, something like that, I'm in good shape, and um, I go check in at a Ramada hotel, which is part of the Wyndham family of hotels and I have a bunch of points on Wyndham so I didn't have to there's no cost for the room you know in keeping with my sleep in the airport no cost you know mentality there's no cost for the hotel room king-size bed three miles south of Boston booked it with points nothing but net and it was great so that was Monday night so Tuesday I go check out in the mirror. I haven't looked at the second unit. I've been too busy cleaning out the first one. So Tuesday, I go look at the second unit, and lo and behold, this guy was a lawyer, and uh, nothing wrong with that. He's retired apparently and moved to Florida. And in the second unit, he has 500 boxes of documents. Now, if you know what a banker's box is, you're ahead of the game. A banker's box is one of those boxes that you kind of fold together. It's about a foot wide, and it's about 18 inches long. And you put do- you know, papers and documents in there, and then it has a little folding cover that goes on the top. And whammo, you've got one banker's box. Well, you fill up one banker's box full of papers, court papers, testimonials, all kinds of documents that you generated over, what, a 30-year legal career, something like that, and you have one heavy box. One of those boxes weighs about 35 pounds. There's 500 boxes in this storage unit, folks. Now, I learned when I took one load of stuff up to this Georgetown dump, and remember, this is the most economical dump in the area, and they're open from, like, 7 a.m. till 3 p.m., And sometimes they say, get up here by 930 in the morning. We're a small operation, and if we get a big line of trucks, we got to cut it off at, you know, 10 in the morning, and you won't won't be able to dump even if you got here at 2, you know. So there's kind of this rush to get in this small dump because of the pricing, but they're very nice people there. They do a great job, and they're very friendly, and they're very knowledgeable. They just don't have a big, massive facility like what I'm accustomed to in Montgomery County, Maryland. So anyway, um, when you sit down and figure out what they charged me for the first load of stuff I took up, there was about $58, but it wasn't, it wasn't even a full pickup truck load. And I sat down and figured it out, and I went, okay, it's 14.5 cents per pound. Now, here's the math, folks. Let me tell you the mess I got myself into kind of ignorantly. I got 500 boxes. At thirty-five pounds a piece, that's seventeen thousand five hundred pounds. At fourteen and a half cents a pound, that's twenty-five hundred dollars and twenty-four dollars. Twenty-five twenty-four. Do you know how much two by volume, two truckloads of stuff is a fourteen hundred dollar job? And if they pay us in advance, they get a discount. And if they're referred by somebody, which they were by Nicole, they get a discount. So yours truly. Gets paid about eleven hundred bucks for job number two, and doesn't discover until Tuesday morning that it's a bare minimum to get rid of the stuff is twenty five hundred bucks. And given that these are documents, one of the other things you can do is have them shredded. We have a place in Montgomery County where you you walk you drive in in a pickup truck, and they bring a bunch of big you know ninety six gallon trash cans up there on wheels. And you can unload the pickup truck and just dump it all in there for free as long as you take it to them. That doesn't happen in Boston, Massachusetts. It's ten dollars a box in Boston, Massachusetts Massachusetts to shred something. I know because I called. So you got five hundred boxes. Well that's easy math. That's five grand. So if you shred these things, it's five grand. If you take them to the cheapest dump possible, which is a 30 to 35 minute drive north of Boston, and you're in a pickup truck that holds about 50 boxes at a shot, you got to make 10 trips and uh, you're going to spend 2,500 bucks just getting rid of them for a job that you were paid 1,100 bucks to do. Everybody comprende? Everybody see the, the deal? So this is when I get on the phone and start making some calls to find out, okay, what am I going to do? And that brings me back to my buddy, Harold, or Harry. I'm going to call him Harry P., just for easy sense, easy recognition or whatever. And it's his place that I am pulling into right now. So I call Harry. Just he's, he's, I find him because he's a shredding company, but he's also involved in the junk removal business, and I tell him what my dilemma is. And Harry, bless his heart, is just one of the nicest guys in the world. And he understands this whole dilemma. And I tell him that I'm here and, you know, and he used a word. It's kind of like, I don't know, schnickered him or something like that. He said, well, this guy schnickered you. I I couldn't quite catch that word. But the bottom line was um, he didn't tell me, the lawyer didn't tell me, and I didn't think to ask what was in this storage unit. And the lawyer knows it's a boatload of heavy stuff. And I'm just one of these guys that's sometimes too trusting. And I'm going, yeah, I can help you out, too. I'll already be up there. And so there you go. We end up with the uh, But Harry, my new favorite buddy, says, how about a dollar a box?" So for 500 bucks, my new friend Harry is taking all of the boxes off. I just pulled into his place right now to give him another the final 13 boxes. And he is taking the responsibility off. And Harry has saved me and my clients, but mostly me, at least $2,000 and maybe more. And consequently, I'm telling people, if you're in the Boston area and you need some junk removal or shredding done, Harry Pikopoulos, at Highland Shredding on Demand in Woburn, Massachusetts is your new best friend too. So we're gonna take a break for a minute. They're just rolling up the door. We're gonna get rid of 13 more boxes then I'm gonna pay Harry and somehow I'm gonna do a radio show at the same time. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Junk Refund Show on BBS Radio.
0: Have you ever hired one of those expensive junk removal companies? Then wondered what they did with the stuff? Especially the good stuff. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we junk the junk. Recycle stuff like metal and wire. Donate items and get you receipts. And put up for sale the good stuff. And if it sells, you get some money back. Cynthia paid $375 for junk removal and got 3200 back. Would you like to know how she did it? Tune in to the Junk Refund Show with your host, Alan J. Cook, every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to get the junk not only out of your home, but also out of your life.
1: Hey, welcome back. Uh, we are doing live radio show here from I'm gonna call it again Woburn, Massachusetts, where I have just pulled into my new favorite guy's place at Highland Shredding, a guy named Harry, and his guys, his junk removal guys, a guy named Dana, a guy named John, who are gonna help here and actually probably do the work to get this baby unloaded while I shout their praises. But this is I don't know, load number eight or nine or something like that, that we brought up to these guys. And I'm going to direct them kind of on what's in here. There's kind of a hodgepodge of stuff here, and we'll see what we can do. But I can't say enough good about these guys and the work that they do. By the way, everyone be on the radio if this is your shot.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, quick question. This, These are leftover. Can you take these? Yep. Yeah. We'll Great. All the I'll just recycle that. Yep. The main boxes are going to be up here, and I'm just going to talk as we go. So I'm here working with Dana, who was the general manager of 1-800 Got Junk in the Northern Boston area, and is a very cool, fabulous guy. Um, these guys Have helped me for three days now, and I can't say enough good about them because they have saved me and this client a boatload of money and are just some of the nicest guys around. So I am here as I'm pulling off some of these empty boxes. These guys are going to take care of them for us, shred them and get rid of them and recycle them, and uh, they are just fabulous. So if you can imagine, I've got 13 boxes of documents here, plus some books, plus some stuff that's got to go to a metal strap yard. Um, And these guys are going to help me. Okay, so unfortunately, when I loaded the books, they're in the front. Okay. It's like 13 boxes right up in here. rest of this stuff, yeah, just right along there is great. So I do, John, I do a live radio show every week. That's what I'm doing right now. So, um... The, the big news up here is Bill Belichick was let go, I guess, yesterday. Who was uh, head coach of the Patriots for many years and has a fabulous record. Uh, Boston Celtics played in town last night. I almost, pretty much those two rows. Yeah, if it's documents, you can grab it. Yep. I almost went to that game last night. Um, found a cheap ticket last minute on StubHub. It was like 100 bucks for a good seat, but then it was like 50 bucks for the processing thing. I went, mean, nah, no, no thanks. But that would have been fun. That would have been fun going to a basketball game at TD Garden, what I call the Boston Garden, the TD Garden. Um, so this is kind of fun, but thank God for these guys at Highland Shredding. Is it the same? Is the junk removal company the same name?
2: Is it different? It is, yep. Same name? Yep, Highland Shredding and Removal.
1: Highland Shredding and Removal. And it's the first time in... I don't know, 25 or 30 radio show episodes that I've actually recommended. You look at another junk removal company. <laughs> these guys are worth it. If you're in the Boston area, these guys are fabulous. They're great workers, and they're just they're just nice people. So shout out to them. They're doing a great job. I'm sitting here just kind of watching this truck get emptied, and uh, they're doing a wonderful job getting rid of these documents. Um, So tell me, how do I pronounce, is it Woburn? How do I pronounce the city? Woburn. Woburn, Massachusetts. Highland Shredding are your guys to go to. They're just fabulous. (laughs) And I can donate those books, which is what I was going to do. Unless you shred them, fine, shred them. Otherwise, I'll just take them and donate them to Goodwill or something. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. My main thing, my main concern right now is just get the stuff off the truck and turn this baby back in. So that's great. But anyway, they're doing a great job, and they're uploading all this stuff, 13 boxes, hundreds of boxes of stuff we brought up here to these guys over the last three days. Yeah, I just put them there. That's fine. And they have been terrific the whole way. I got I to ask you because I, this is your sh- – if, if you got any comments on Boston sports, any of the teams, the New England Patriots, the junk removal business, you guys' business, yep. anything –
2: Highlandshredding.com. com. Check it out if you're in the in the Massachusetts area and looking to get rid of anything or uh, on the secure shredding uh, or data destruction end. We're happy to help out. Uh, obviously, it's a lot of commercial customers, but happy to help uh, our residential customers as well. Tell them more what data destruction means. Yeah, so data destruction. So it's not just shredding of documents. Um, you know, a lot of things have gone digital uh, and such. Uh, storage and data has gone digital as well. Uh, so any drives, right, so hard drives, uh, thumb drives, anything like that, we can take care of those. But even things like uh, CDs, uh, old tapes, uh, anything that you have kicking around with, any kind of sensitive data, things that you don't want just dumped and hopefully it, it gets taken care of uh, properly, will take care of it properly, destroy it, and uh, make sure that you know that nothing is going to have a second life somewhere.
1: That's well. So that's Dana, the general manager here. Do you take
2: uh, CPUs or is it just the, you do take them? Yeah. How much the extra charge, whatever for those? These are just um, ten a piece. Yep. And what we'll do is actually take out the one or two drives that's in each one, and we'll actually uh, be able to shred those.
1: Okay, so leave. I may I may try to hit a scrapyard just yeah. for fun and make five bucks. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You can leave those on. That's great. Leave that on. That's terrific. John, any comments on uh, New England sports? You want to make? Bill Belichick, anything like that? No. no. You're good? Yeah, I'm good, (laughs) (laughs) thanks. I think John, I was talking to him yesterday, I think John could be the general manager of one of these clubs. He knows sports really well, and he's he's really knowledgeable and good at it. So, Okay, so just like that, I have a pickup truck of stuff now, emptied with the exception of three or four boxes of books that I'll go donate, and a little bit of metal. To take to a scrap metal yard and that's it so is harry in the office yeah okay so i need to go settle up with harry hey guys thank you so much
2: no problem
1: for your work you're really good at what you what you do i really thank appreciate you. your help you're welcome uh he's got the tab i've got a go check notes with him and yep. take care of it there yep
2: yep he'll settle up with you guys you're the best hey thanks, hey, thanks a lot good. you're
1: welcome you're welcome thank you so there you go there's Live with Highland Shredding, you can tell these guys are just good guys. You can tell, by the way, Dana talks to you on the radio that they are terrific. So here we go. I'm just going to pull around the corner and go settle up with my main man, Harry. We'll see if he wants to be on the radio, too. But this guy is just an all-around good guy, and he was very quick. To realize that I have I had a need, right? And I was a little bit in a jam unexpectedly, but I was a little bit in a jam and um he could help me out and he did for a dollar a box, folks. That is that is ninety percent off the shredding price. He's a shredding guy, right? Ninety percent off the shredding price. And probably I don't know, um uh, what is it, 60 or 70% off, something like that, off of the junk removal price. So this is good stuff. So let me go in and see how many boxes we got here all together. And I'll add this up to myself, and then we're going to take care of it. But, you know, every once in a while, like I think one of the first shows we did, I took you into a metal scrapyard and uh, did it live from there. So today... We're taking you to Boston, and we're doing a job and just finishing it off with my new favorite guy up here, a guy named Harry. So let me, bear with me just a second here, and I will put in what I need to, and then we should be in good shape. So here's some quick math. I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 times 50 is three hundred and 13 and 42 is 355. And 24 is 379. i got about 380 boxes that I've done here. We'll see if that works for him as well. And then uh, we're in good shape. So I'm just going to take you in here. Okay, boss. You got another 15? I got another 13. Oh, 13? Th- and I'm live on the radio right now. You are? I am. I'm doing my show right now. Oh, man. I've been You're singing your you? praises for like 10 minutes. Well, you know, that's when my head's getting pretty bad. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say anything? This is your... I've, I've bragged about your business. What, 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 I've, what, I've what, told them what, how cool I'm you sure. are. Yeah, okay. And this is live you and real. what how old? What, old? No, I am not anything about your age. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just told him how impressed I was that you've helped us out yeah. and how much you've saved us and what you've done and everything. I told him about your shredding business. I told him you're in the junk removal business. Okay, cool. It's the first time Thank in... Thanks, John.
2: Yeah,
1: first time in 30 shows I've told anybody to use another junk removal company. I told him, if you're in Boston, this is your guy.
2: Thank you.
1: That's what I've said. You. So you give me a total... I think I got like three hundred and eighty, but you tell me what you've got. Oh you said got one, two, three. And then I'm gonna do a quick shift three, some money over here and then you can run my cards. Thirteen I got ninety nine. Three ninety nine, I think. If you just said you had thirteen clear, cool. right? Yep, I just gave you thirteen more. Okay. So Four hundred. Four hundred boxes? Four hundred. Is that good? That's good. Okay. Give me like five minutes. I I'm gonna swap some money time. and then I'll give Four you a nine, I got nothing but time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, they're going to love you. I'm telling, I'm telling them just how cool you are. You know you, you're a good man. You really are all right. I'll be in just a second. So 400 boxes to shred that stuff would have been four grand. Four hundred boxes at 35 pounds a piece is 12,000 a couple of hundred. 12,,300, something like that. At 14 cents a piece, that is a boatload of money. So what I'm doing now is I'm going to do a quick transfer of some funds. You're just going to hang in there live with me while I do this from PayPal over to a checking account. So Harry can then run my card and make himself 400 bucks for helping me out, which he frankly deserves. It deserves more than that. But anyway, um, 400 boxes is what we're talking about. So I'm just going to jump in here while you guys hang on. Sorry for the delay, but you got to kind of, you know, so I'm going to go in here and transfer 450 bucks from a PayPal account over to the checking account. It'll take about 20 seconds. I'll go in and give him my card and whammo. Harry will be paid for all the good stuff that he's done. So he has done some, uh... Um, let's see. Looks like we're having trouble
2: connecting with you, by the way. Here we go.
1: Let's see. Okay. Let's see if PayPal works for us here. I've done this a lot. This would be a horrible time for the app not to work, but I've done this so many times where I just transfer some money over. If there's a problem here, I will uh let you know. Anyway, he has done such a great job. Can you imagine? He's taken off my hands four hundred boxes of stuff. He says, sorry about the late, the wait looks like we're having trouble connecting you right now. Well, that's not what I'm looking for. So I may have to shut this down for a second and redo it. We'll try one more time. See what we get. And then we're in good shape. Um, anyway, he has been such a great guy to help out and given me a place to bring us. The nice thing, too, the dump is, like I said, 30 miles north of Boston. Harry's business is about 10 miles north of Boston. So he's saved me driving time. he's saved me gas money. And it's been just a great thing all the way around. As soon as I get him paid, then he'll really be happy. So... Give me just a second here. Um, let me tell you what else is going on while I'm waiting for this app to uh, do its thing so I can get Harry paid. That'd be bad, wouldn't it? If the app wouldn't let me transfer money, I go, uh-oh. No, we don't want to do that. Um, Boston is a great city. Um, we, I've been driving around here for three days with the exception of one guy who just kind of pulled over in front of me without letting me know he was doing it. Thanks. Driving around here has been pretty cool. People have been nice. They have. Let me pull in front of them. I've let them pull in front of me. Everybody seems to win, and it's been a good situation. Thank heavens for meeting Harry and his business, which made this whole thing possible. And by the way, what I did, once I made a couple of runs to the dump and I figured out how much they charge, I went back to the customer who's down in Florida and basically said, hey, we got to get some more money to do this because even Even at you know the price that I'm doing it, it's just not going to work. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to get the job done, and it is now done. It's all finished, Um, and I'm and I'm proud of that. uh, That it's all finished, and then hopefully the money end works out fine. But I tend, if I'm going to default, I tend to want to default on the side of do what I said I would do, and then let things go as they will from there. Um, I'm sitting here waiting for my good friend's PayPal to work. I don't know if it's the area that I'm in. We're going to try it again and see if I can log in new here and get it to work and then get this done with Harry. But he's been fabulous. In the storage unit, by the way, the client down in Florida said, "Um, there's only one thing I'm looking for in the storage unit. his, His dad built and collected model trains. And he said, I think in the storage unit there are a couple of boxes of model trains. Keep an eye out for those trains. If you find them, let me know. So I haul hundreds of boxes out of there. Every box I checked. I opened the lid. I looked inside. Yep, documents. Okay, boom. One of the things I did to try to cut down on the cost, even with Harry, is if I have a box that's halfway full of documents, I grabbed another box halfway full of documents, combined them together. So every box I brought to Harry was a full box of documents. And I ended up with about 30 extra empty boxes, maybe 35 or something, 40 extra boxes that are empty, which Harry's guys mm-hmm. just took, and I don't think charged me for them. Um, so that saved me a few, that saved me a few bucks along the way. But the good news is in the storage unit itself, in the back right-hand corner were a couple of wooden cabinets, and those cabinets inside one of the drawers, lo and behold, three boxes of old trains. So I pulled those out, set them aside and saved them, which I'll be shipping down to the guy in Florida. So the bottom line is I went back to him and asked him for another payment of the same that he paid before another 1100 bucks. That would give me 2200 bucks. You take away the, to try to help cover the cost of getting rid of the stuff, plus renting the car, plus having to stay here for a couple extra days and getting it done. But the good news is this guy's unit is done and that's what he wanted, right? And and that's what that's what we all wanted. So I am sitting here playing with my my genuinely favorite app, which I use all the time, which is PayPal, and for some reason it's not logging in. Which makes this kind of exciting. But um we'll see how this works here shortly as i keep trying to make it work and hopefully it logs in so i can get harry paid um maybe it's i don't think it's the fact that i'm doing the show on the phone right now i think it should be working working anyway um but for some reason it's it's having some trouble doing its thing and i'm not sure why so let me uh let me do this let's Let's take a break here for a second. I'm going to maybe shut this phone off, come back on, try it again, see if I can get this sucker to work so we can get Harry paid, and then everybody's happy. So I will be back with you in just a minute. You're listening to Junk Refund Show. While I try and get my new favorite guy in Boston paid for the big favor, he's done for me, which we frankly have to do, or I'm going to be working for Highland Shredding for the next week. You listen to the Junk Refund Show on bbsradio.com. I'll be back to you in just a few minutes.
0: Have you ever hired one of those expensive junk removal companies, then wondered what they did with the stuff? Especially the good stuff. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we junk the junk. Recycle stuff like metal and wire. Donate items and get you receipts. And put up for sale the good stuff. And if it sells, you get some money back. Cynthia paid $375 for junk removal and got $3,200 back. Would you like to know how she did it? Tune in to the Junk Refund Show with your host, Alan J. Cook, every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to get the junk not only out of your home, but also out of your life.
1: Back, it's Alan Cook in Woburn, Massachusetts. Very happily, just got back in the truck because we just got Harry paid for 400 bucks on what could have been and could easily have been 2500 bucks in order to uh, get hundreds, 400 boxes of documents taken care of and destroyed. And that cost would have been close to two thousand dollars approximately if i had taken that to the dump instead it's 400 bucks so paypal was a little temperamental i love paypal by the way they were a little temperamental there and i maybe it was just the connection that we had <laughs> hey i'm back on i i gotta tell you if you're uh if you're doing a radio show and you're cruising around in a vehicle like I am, um, be careful which buttons you push, okay? Or uh, you, you could have some problems. So anyway, I am back here. We got Harry paid 400 bucks on what could have been or should have been a $2,000 expense. He just saved me 1600 bucks at least, and probably $2,000 is what he saved me. And just one of the best guys around. Um, can't sing his praises enough. He just is a fabulous guy. So I am now headed back down to Boston towards the airport, and uh, just have a couple of other small little things to get rid of. I'm probably going to go down to a Goodwill stop, and then, um, God willing, everything of this truck will be emptied. The job is done. I then go back to my friends at Priceline, and I say, "Get my butt back to Washington." So we'll see how that works, but. Don't you just love these uh, these radio shows live? I even stopped in as as I was coming back to the truck. There were a couple other guys out in the parking lot in a pickup truck, one guy and the other guy was talking to him. I walked up to them and said, hey, you guys want to be on the radio and say anything about Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots? No, no, we're good. No, we're good. Okay. There's your chance for fame, folks. And, hey, we don't force anybody to be famous. We leave that up to you. So we gave him a shot, though. So I am now... Very happily, now that Harry is paid, that the stuff is out of that storage unit. The customer is done. Uh, And technically, this guy, who's a very nice guy, this guy could get back to me and say, sorry, you gave me a price, I'm sticking with the price, and then I'm somewhat screwed. But I've had two jobs to do up here. And, you know, you get paid to come to Boston and hang out around Boston. That's not a bad gig at all. So I'm, uh, I'm happy, but I hopefully will – my phone will go ka and I'll get another 1100 bucks here in the next half hour that uh, pays me for what I've done. And, and then all i got to do is run three boxes of trains over to a UPS store plus a few boxes of some other stuff, some glassware and other stuff that's in here that came from the first storage unit, which we might try and sell. By the way, in in the first storage unit there were some lamps. And these didn't even have shades to them, just some lamps. Some uh, I'm not going to I'm going to call them purple lily lamps, a set of them that Nicole had gone online and had found somebody was asking like $350 for this same set of lamps. Now, just a quick comment, if you're on eBay or some of these different places that will sell stuff online. Um, just keep in mind that when you look up an item and they're asking, you know, 350 bucks for something, you want to go on eBay at least. You go to completed listings and you sort through that because those are the listings that went on, were on for a week, then were done. The stuff either sold or it didn't sell. And you're looking for anything in green, Green means this is the dollar amount somebody paid for it. If you don't see that, it means somebody listed an item for a week, nobody bought it, and that tells you something about how in demand it is and technically what it's worth, which can be zero. So too many times people do a quick look online and they see something, a price, and they make the mistake of thinking that just because someone is asking for that doesn't mean that that's what it's worth. That's just what they're asking for. it. It's only worth what someone else will pay for it. So if you have a, you know, half a million dollar house and you put it up for sale and the best offer you get is 425000 then you got an indication that your home may not be worth half a million bucks, right? It's only worth what someone else will pay for it. So in the aftermarket business that we're in where we sell all this used stuff, um, you've got to be careful about assuming that something is worth a lot. One of the mistakes people often make in our business, and one of the, one of the kind of the holes that we put ourselves in because of what we do, is that people think that because we go in and sell stuff to try to make money back for them, they suddenly think their stuff is worth millions, right? And it's not. It's junk. But not all junk is junk, which anybody in the junk removal business will be happy to tell you. So, you just have to differentiate between, you know, reality and what you think something's worth. And and people will say, you know, that's a beautiful China cabinet. I paid $2,000 for that. Well, how old is it? 20 years old. Well, I'm here to tell you this new young generation of people are not out shopping for China cabinets because they're also not out shopping for China because they pretty much aren't interested in having people over to their home for dinner they're interested in ordering, you know, off Uber Eats, something from Chick-fil-A. And then they call it, and then call it good, right? That's life in the fast lane these days. And so you have to kind of educate people and say, look, just because you paid X for it doesn't mean it's still worth X. It might not be worth anything close to X. So you just have to be aware of that and uh, kind of help set the expectations for people on what some of this stuff may or may not be worth. Well, anyway, the good news is um, we got Harry paid, and he's worth every penny. What a great guy. Without him, I don't know what I would have done up here with this second job. I may have just given the money back. I you know, probably wouldn't have because I'm too much of a sales guy that likes to make money with what I'm doing. But you got to be careful not to hang yourself when you go out of town. Um, this is the closest I've come to hanging myself when I went out of town. But it's, I still think it's going to work, and I still think the guy in Florida, especially because I found the trains, his dad made these trains apparently back in the 1930s. These are very important to him, very sentimental, and I think the guy in Florida is also a train collector himself, which I have dabbled, dabbled in myself in, uh, with different stuff. So um, hopefully... I did what the guy needed. I got his unit cleaned out. It's all cleaned out. I found his trains for him. I got rid of all the stuff. I cut the cost way down. Which I don't. I I got to be honest, folks. I don't think there's another junk removal guy in the country that would have figured this out and, fig- and and tried to find a way to cut this cost down to make it a win for everybody. But I'm the guy that, frankly, can do it. I, I just I'm just one of these optimists that you know, kind of believes if you just keep trying, good things will probably happen. And so that's what I did, and I just started calling around shredding companies and, and I really pretty much the shredding companies. I called four or five of them to find out how much it is to shred because I'm, I'm too accustomed to going into our place and just dropping it off for free as long as you take it to them, as long as you don't walk in there with, you know, a semi-truck full of documents. But in this case, these guys were fabulous. Highland Shredding, they're fabulous, and they helped me out like crazy. And for 400 bucks, I solved the $2,500 problem. So there you go. I am nine miles north of Boston. Um, I can't tell you for sure. I'm 19 minutes away from Logan Airport. I still have a couple of stops to make. One is at Goodwill. Uh, to get rid of some books, and I've got three hard drives and kind of some metal stuff here, which I think might be a problem because the other uh, scrap metal yard that I went to recently, um, they close at 4 o'clock, and there's no way I'm going to get there by 4 o'clock. It's just too far, and I'm not going to make it in what I think is about seven minutes. But all those, you know, what, what we figure, twelve or 13,000 pounds of documents are gone for four hundred bucks folks. That's kind of the magic of one eight hundred junk refund. We just we just have a way of kind of figuring out how to make something work. What we try to do day in and day out. I'm coming to that is the case today. That's what we did in this this trip. I don't I do not have a return flight booked yet. Uh, I am assuming, I'm hoping, if I just get the rest of this truck emptied and then throw some gas into it, I'll head over to Logan Airport and I'll take my chances and see what my friends at Priceline can do for me. Um, And we'll go from there. But if everything goes well, I'll fly back to Washington tonight and I'll be in Holney, Maryland at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning to pick up an $800, uh, um, what do we call those, that say massage chair, from a realtor, Karen Rawlings, who was a guest on my show a um, number of episodes ago, she's got a, a uh, exercise chair, a what I just called a massage chair, that she needs picked up, plus some other stuff. And I think she sat in a massage chair like once or twice, and that was it. So we're going to put that baby up for sale. But my trip here to Boston, I kind of thought was going to be a couple of days, maybe three days. Turns out it's been four days. But it's okay. I got the job done. I didn't have any hotel costs. The rental truck is, is cheap. I've enjoyed driving around Boston. I opted out of a Celtics game last night. would have been fun to go see, but knowing what kind of job I'm doing and the margins or the negative margins or whatever, I decided not to spend 150 bucks, which frankly was a steal of a price to go to a Celtics game and kind of sit, you know, in the lower half of the seats. I mean, they're... There were seats advertised for that game last night against the Minnesota Timberwolves that were in the two and $3,000 range. And, uh, you know, hats off to Jason Tatum and, and the boys who are playing so well for the Celtics. When you've got people paying that kind of money to sit in the stands and watch you perform, that's a little bit of pressure, you know, much more so than what I have to deal with in the chunk removal business, that's for sure. I want to do a shout-out to another guy. Whose name I don't know. I've seen his signs here, and unfortunately, I can't I can't recall his name. I wish I could remember his name. He has a brilliant sign, an electronic sign along high, uh, freeway I ninety three north of Boston that advertises his car dealership. And he says on this sign, with a big picture of himself, "We do not sell cars." period. Second line, we help people buy them, period. Now, if you understand the difference between those two sentences, and I'm sure you will, that's what separates great salespeople from the rest of the salespeople. It's not about what they sell. It's about how they help other people get what those other people are trying to get. They assist people. They help people. That's their whole attitude. They're not pushy. They're not trying to close you. That, that is a sales tactic that died decades ago. People are just aware that that's something. It's like getting a telemarketer call. You can tell when it's a telemarketer call pretty quick these days, and you're pretty quick, if you're like me, to just hit the end button and so much for that call. People are very quick to realize if someone's trying to close them, don't do that in sales. Help people solve their problems. Remember this billboard. I'm, I wish I could remember the guy's. I wish I could remember the guy's name, but it's a brilliant advertising slogan. We don't sell cars. We help people buy them. That's the right angle to take, in my opinion. in sales. You help them to buy the cars. Got to do a quick uh, thank you to the founding fathers and the patriots that uh, you can't come to Boston without thinking about the Old North Church and, you know, one if by land, two if by sea, et cetera. That is here, and I think, although I'm not 100% sure, I think I've passed that church a few times as I've been driving back and forth here, uh, kind of going north and south in and out of Boston the last few days to get this job done um anyway hats off to these folks who who wanted freedom put their names and their lives on the line to get it and uh boston's the starting place you know and it's uh the freedom trail that is here if you if you've never walked the freedom trail when you're in boston next walk the freedom trail it's marked out in In bricks, basically, with a white line, I think, or yellow line, going through Boston. You walk this this trail, takes you to all the main historical um, Revolutionary War time, you know, freedom, independence time sites, and there's a, a wonderful array of things that you can see just by walking through this wonderful town. So as the traffic, as I'm sitting in traffic now, I'm going south. I'm about to go over this very cool bridge, which all the people around here can tell you what it is. I've crossed it a dozen times at least in the last three or four days, and I still can't tell you exactly what it's called. But it's a gorgeous bridge, and once I do that, I'm underground, going under the city, and then I pop up on the other side so I can hit Goodwill and donate some books from this storage unit to the good folks at Goodwill. And it's going to take a few minutes because of the red line on my – Apple Maps screen showing the backed up traffic. But anyway, um, if you ever wanted to listen to a radio show coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts, you just did it and you learned a few tricks about how to make a junk removal job work when the odds from a bunch of different angles are probably stacked against you. Um, Just use grit and put your head down, and go to work, and do your best, and have faith, and God will step in and bless you, and good things will happen. That's what's happened to me. Totally curious to see if I get another. I I know I'm going to get some more money from this guy in Florida. I just don't know how much. I will be thrilled if he basically ends up doubling what he paid me originally, and he may not, but at least his job is done He's gotten what he needs, and I have three boxes of trains that I need to ship down to him in Florida, which his dad made back in the 1930s. Um, a lot of other junk removal companies, not trying to judge anybody here, would have tossed that stuff and really, frankly, may not have cared much about it. They just want to keep the trucks rolling. But we try to uh, find the value for you and do what we think is the best thing to do. And thank heavens, in this job, after going through 500 boxes... And taking the lid off every one looking for these trains, I finally found the three boxes inside of a cabinet in the back right corner of the storage unit, buried behind about 400 other boxes. This guy in Florida is going to be thrilled. Well, thanks for joining in with us. We'll be back to you next week. Who knows where we'll be next week, but at least you can check Boston off the list. Thanks to Don and Doug Newsom for great producers and owners of bbsradio.com. They do a great job. Join us live. And remember, if you call into the show during our show and just give Don, our producer, your name and phone number, he'll forward it to me afterwards if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, and you'll get a pickup truck of junk removal via a voucher that I will send to you um, for $79 instead of what's normally $229. So – Greetings from Beantown. Bill Belichick is available for employment if you've got a job for him. He is a terrific coach and has done a great job, and his days in New England are done. But uh, hats off from Beantown. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Junk Refund Show. We'll see you next Thursday at 3 o'clock Eastern.
0: Thank you for listening to The Junk Refund Show, the longest-running junk removal radio show on the air. Join us next week as we discuss innovative ways to declutter your home, your business, and your life using 20 years of junk removal experience. Find out why we give out free ice cream gift cards to our clients, too, in upcoming shows We will explore how to get the junk out of your relationships, your spiritual life, your waistline, even your travel life. Plus, call in with questions and situations you would like some help with. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we are committed to bringing the next generation of junk removal because not all junk is junk. See you next week on the Junk Refund Show every Thursday afternoons at 3 p.m. Eastern Time right here on BBS Radio TV.